I've forgotten how I wanted to start it. To start it. So what are we going with? Reasons, reasoning, reasoning, reasoning and seasoning. I like that reasoning and seasoning. <laughs> tuned in, locked in, tuned in. Actually, do I? What do I want to record? I got Sims Simba. I'm just gonna go Ellington. Hello, everybody. This is the reason, the season. Hi. This is a podcast. Each week, each week. <laughs> a lot of shit going on. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm just gonna go Ellington. Alright, look. Alright, alright, alright. Let's just blast into it. See what comes out, bro. <laughs> Dive in. <laughs> Make sure you tune in every I'm week. Cancel that one. I just said a bag of shit. What? We're just two guys. That you want to hear? <laughs> what? What? No, wasn't that right? <laughs> What's going on, people? You're now tuned into the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellington, and myself, King Sims. We're just two guys chopping it up, talking shit about topics you want to hear. And of course, we put our own seasoning on it. So make sure you catch us each and every week. <laughs> a lot of things that we think take a lot of courage actually just take a lot of money. Quitting your job with no backup, money. Calling off a wedding. Money. Starting over in a new city. Money. It's very easy to have the courage of your convictions when you have a safety net and are very difficult to do and it's very difficult to do anything on principle when you don't. Deep levels. Yeah, that's true. Word to the Kardashians, word to the Jenners. <laughs> I really wanted when I first saw this, I really wanted to disagree with it. Strongly, I wanted to disagree with it. But I've heard, I remember all the times where someone's egged me on for anything and said, oh, you have to have, oh, just take a leap, take a leap of faith, courage, whatever. And I'm just like, do you know what? Like I've weighed up the pros and cons. And quite honestly, if I was in a more comfortable position financially, yeah. that's a risk I'll be willing to take all day long. But because I'm not. Thing is, people say this, oh, take a leap, take, take a leap of faith thing. It's like, yeah, but. You're there pushing me off the edge of this cliff. Yeah. Are you going to be there to catch me when I fall? Yeah. So exactly. you're, you're, you're gassing me up. Yeah. What if, have you weighed up the pros and cons of my personal situation? Exactly. Like, and that's how I know money begets more money. When you, have the, when you have the opportunity to risk something and it's just like, bro, I haven't got money to just gamble, which yeah. is effectively what you're asking me to do. Exactly. exactly. And some people just don't have the luxury of being able to gamble and lose. Willy-nilly, yeah. So I get the whole like motivational speech that people get. You just got to do it. And I'm just like, yeah. hold on a minute. You yeah, can't be out here relax, telling me to relax. just do it because what's your contingency for me when I fail? Exactly. The bit of that that hit me so deep is if you look at the types of people who will, on a whim, say, oh, just go to a new st city and start afresh. Just, just you know, for whatever, whatever reason, just go to the other side of the world and start fresh. Move to a new city, start something new, mm. and it's like, yeah, on the face of it, sounds very adventurous, sounds fairy tale, lovely, boohoo, great, good for you. But all of the logistic elements and everything required to actually do that. Mm. It's not just about like, okay, willpower. They're trying to suggest that like, oh, you won't do that because you don't have the willpower. Bro, it's not about willpower. It's bank, <laughs> nigga. Bankroll. <laughs> exactly. Go across the world and start a new life. First Go of to all, do you know how much it costs start... to get to across the world? Exactly. Before you even consider like, okay, your first few months bills, your first year without getting any fraud. Bro, I know some people that can't move out of their current digs because they don't have money to put on a deposit for another one. Yeah. So like that whole, like you move into another place, you need a one month's deposit and then one month's rent up front. People don't have that to their hands. So yeah, it's like, certain people oh, can't get out of their why are you I need a bigger place. 
well, we'll just move into a bigger one. Are you okay in the head? Exactly. Like, just do you understand like you the logistics? Like Trump's yeah, exactly. Foolishness, man. And that's yeah. So I'm just like, there's certain things. Do you know when I noticed this when I went to uni? Now, before I went to uni, I lived on my own for about two years. So when I was going through that transition, I found out that nowhere is going to just take you off the word of that like, you've got a part-time job in next. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're gonna yeah. they're not gonna look at you and be like, oh. You've got some form of part-time income. So at the end of the month, you can move in for now, but at the end of the month, I know you're good for paying this. No, people want one month's deposit yeah. plus a month's rent up front. Mm-hmm. And then you have to be able to pay for the second month. Yeah. So, and obviously at the end of your tenancy, if all goes well, you get that back. But that startup cost, just like a business, just like a venture, just like any kind of uh, migration that yeah. you want to do, there's a startup cost that is more than it would take to maintain. Opportunity and a lot of people yeah. don't have that. Exactly. And I found out when I went to uni, a lot of people, they don't know this stuff. They don't get it. Yeah. They just think it's a smooth transition from home to uni, yeah. into their apartment, and everything's just going to follow on. And I'm like, obviously, it's a little bit easier when you're moving into halls because they don't ask you for all the deposit and that. Yeah. You're, you're enrolled in the university. So it's like, we know you're going to be here. Exactly. But... Then when we're moving off campus, certain men are like, oh, it's expensive. I'm like, how are you only what realizing this? have you been living? Yeah, yeah. what, what, See what that bubble have you lived in? When eventually it comes back around and they learn at a later stage to everyone else that, oh, hold on, this is really how it goes down. Mm-hmm. That is an interesting, exciting time for someone who's never had the reality of like, okay, these are all the barriers that I face and this is how I'll overcome them at this early stage. It happens to them later. And then it's like, oh, when they're too, when they're too comfortable and too it's stuck in their ways, exactly, and it comes as a shock to them. So same energy. Whoever said willpower at the very beginning, mm-hmm. say willpower again that time when you're going through it at that advanced stage. Exactly. Then summon all the willpower and it's pay, like do you know, pay in willpower. Do you know what it's like? It's like when Donald Trump said, "Oh, I started off my business with a small loan of a million dollars from my father." First of all. <laughs> A million dollars is not a small... It's not small. Second yeah. of all, it was a loan. Yeah. Thirdly, it was your dad. Yeah. So what we see here is you got a massive amount, extreme amount of money yeah. to start up a business. It was a loan that you were given. It's not like you had to work for this a million yeah. before you could start up the venture. It wasn't life or death. And thirdly, it was your dad. Yeah. Your dad isn't throwing interest on that. Exactly. And Informal agreement. By the time pay. you are looking to pay this back... Old dude could have popped his clogs. He's all forgotten about this shit. All forgot, yeah. With how much dough he had. Exactly. One million. He's probably even looking you know at mean? it like, it's probably throwaway to him. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, not I'm watching the Trump's pocket, but like, come on. Mm. <laughs> like, and I'm just like, see, that attitude there is a yeah. privileged attitude. Yeah. You need to understand that not everybody has the ability to just yeah. up and leave because some people have commitments. Yeah. Some people have... Um, uh, contracts that they're tied into. Some people just don't have the capital, like I said before, to just to for the startup yeah. in order for it to yeah. carry on. Yeah. And you know, is that's just the world we live in. We live in exactly. a capitalist society where there's very little trust with, within business. So you got to put things in place to to kind of protect yourself financially from anything if anything were to go wrong. Yeah. But ultimately, all of these things they are a gamble. Moving to a new city, gamble. Yep. Starting a new um, career, gamble. Yep. Divorcing your partner, gamble. Mm-hmm. Cancelling a wedding, gamble. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. 
A lot of people are willing to. A lot of pe- a lot of people will gamble. There will be way more risk taking and way more gambling if they if the people doing the gambling and risk taking were using somebody else's assets. Precisely, hundred percent. Precisely. The thing that kind of pisses me off about whenever I hear Sorry. word to banking. <laughs> When I hear the big talkers in these, a lot of the times, like I watch people like um, uh, Gary Vee, oh, uh, Grant Gary. Cardone. Um, Wait, watch which, one's, which, which one's Grant, Grant Cardone? Gary, uh, Grant Cardone, the 10X rule. Have you ever heard of that? The mm. big sales guy from the States who's like all- Got the big voice. Happy, clappy. Yeah. He's oh, very loud and he's all over social oh, media. Oh no, I'm not talking about him. I was, talking mm. about, I was thinking of Private jet and all that kind of- yeah. yeah. So the, the, my issue with that is like, I, I get the motivational aspect, mm. you know, where you're getting everyone pepped up and ready to sell, sell, sell and better yourself and all that. Mm. But when it comes down to him saying that like, okay, your inability to do X is because you don't want it enough. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's oversimplified to, it's just because you don't want it enough. That's why you're not achieving this. No consideration of people's different factors, different... There's so many variables when it comes down to being able to, no matter what you want to achieve in life or what you want to do, something Mm. as simple as like, okay, um, I want to... uh, I've got this... Whatever whatever you could do. It could be in sports. It could be in uh, a career or Mm. like um, whatever, basically. Mm. But he, he brings it right down to like, okay... Whatever it is, whatever your obstacle, the only reason you've not achieved it at this point is because you don't want it enough, uh, which is crazy. Do you know what it, that sounds like? That, it blows my mind to so think. That's a very that's a very limited perspective on the greater world, right? Because look, if you think that because that someone's... But effectively, what you're saying is that you're just lazy. Mm. So my response to that would be, it's not laziness. There are so many different factors involved in this but because you've never had to come across those factors, it doesn't even register on your radar. Yeah. It's similar to when, um, now I forget which MP it was. Um, they were basically protesting white privilege as a factor. And he was just like, yeah, well, you can't really explain like white privilege to, uh, to a working class family in South Wales. And in my head, I was like, hold on a minute. You think the only thing that prohibits people from being privileged is money? Mm. That just goes to show you've never had an encounter with the police. Yeah. You've never been denied any kind of equal treatment in, say, like a hospital or in a medical um, field. Yeah. You've never been targeted mm-hmm. because of your color yeah. or your religion. You are only seeing it from this white male perspective, yeah. which, yeah, in your experience, the only hindrance that you've ever had is maybe because you couldn't afford to do something. Yeah. Like in terms of money. Yeah. Not even time. Yeah. In terms of money. So that's when I started, re- so not when I started really, but that was an example of when I said, you know what? Some people will just never, ever understand. They will just never get it. Yeah. And they're so far into their own existence that they can't step out and see that there's actually an alternative to the way that they've been living. That yeah. there are thousands, millions, billions even of people that don't share their abilities to just up and go. Yeah. Like, like even when you look at disabled people I'm sure there's things that people in wheelchairs want to do yeah. and he's going to turn around and say oh you just don't want it enough <laughs> big man I can't walk <laughs> I need assistance if there's no one to assist me yeah. I'm not getting it done yeah. it's as simple, simple as that, that. Yeah. and then you look at people like Gary Vee he just has this very quick and very like articulate way of saying fuck all 
Yeah. That guy is a waste of ear. Yeah. Like he can't, like he appeals to people who just want to be told there's a simple way of doing something. Yeah. Without act, like the fact that you think you can, the fact that you think you can motivate a large quantity of people without knowing any of them mm-hmm. tells me that you are full of arrogance. Yeah. You genuinely think that you are speaking some sort of gospel. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because a lot of, um, I mean, if sorry, few- sorry, sorry, word to pastors. <laughs> Let's be real. That's a whole nother topic. Word still. to pastors. Word to the preachers. Then do you know that it's funny you link the two in that way because I had a heated discussion with someone. Um, this was a while ago, like a good, a good few months ago, anyway. Uh, and it was talking about the the situation in in South Africa, mm. where obviously post apartheid, uh, they're still in a situation where ninety eight percent of the farmland mm-hmm. is owned by white people. Uh, How is that even though, possible? Yeah, get this. Is owning control. What was it, 94 that apartheid entered? Um, uh, yeah, 94, I'd say. 94. 94. So if you imagine now where you've been told all of the structural inequality, like the, the, the basic structure of it has been kept in place whereby people are still benefiting on a crazy scale. Like mm. the group that were benefiting before is now benefiting, but it's less vocal and it's less talked about, basically. Mm. And they introduced what was called the, the the Rainbow Nation concept, where you still left the black people holding nothing, but you've just told them, hey, you're now on a level playing field and things are equal, but they've done nothing to undo the things that were put in place before. Do you know what I mean? So, so you're still in a situation where 98% of the farmland, which is the top-tier resource in South Africa, yep. is still held and controlled by... Um, people who've benefited from the Boer regime. And I thought that was crazy because it's a situation where some pastors now, and again, in Southern Africa, we there's, there's a big issue with these new age pastors who have a crazy following of hundreds of thousands of people who their own congregation is living in near enough poverty, but they're living the most lavish life mm. you'll see on this planet. Mm. And one of them actually came out and he said, you know what, like, I feel like because of our religion and what we are taught and what everything we live and breathe, forgiveness is a big part of this. Like you need to forgive, embrace your brother, embrace. And his message was kind of like tailor-made to be like, okay, yeah, things are messed up. Let's not do anything to change it. But ultimately the reason that this is still the case is because y'all are lazy and y'all need to pick up, get up off your asses and maybe things can change. We can't change the past, but let's work together to change the future. And I was just like, that is so, it's, it's again, these broad blanket statements, like you're saying that um, people like Gary Vee will put out there and it'll mean something different to each different person. So they'll take it on board and they'll be like, okay, what he's saying (laughs) is um, in true Christian form, we need to, the the message of forgiveness, blah, blah. And, And I was just like, okay, so now, You've got a whole congregation. This section, this pocket believes this. That pocket believes that. That pocket believes that. But ultimately, all together, they all serve your purpose, which is everyone is compliant to what you say. Mm-hmm. You don't have people disagreeing with what you say because there's not enough detail for people to pick apart and mm-hmm. be like, oh, but hold on. Ooh, ooh, this ain't mm-hmm. for me. It's just so generic, bland. Well, that 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 in therein lies the manipulation in the message. There's not mm-hmm. enough detail for people to... Um, pick apart 
So yeah. you make it broad, you make it ambiguous, and you make it sound good by using, you know, being very articulate with it. Yeah. But ultimately, you're not giving anything, anybody anything tangible to be like, hold on a minute. Because then you know people start to pull on that thread and unravel your unravel entire tapestry. And therein lies the corruption. Yeah. Word to King James Bible. Yeah. yeah. So like, like and, and yeah, I completely see it, man. Like people are out here just lying for a profit. And it, it makes no difference, like whether it's, you know, retail or like, you know, the fashion industry or even in religion yeah. or in politics, there are people that were, or organizations and parties set up to lie for profit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't see how, like, I genuinely don't see any difference in religion to the current political state of even just our country. Let's mm -hmm. not even get into South Africa. Let's yeah. not even get into America. Like yeah. just even in the UK, yeah. there isn't really any difference. Yeah. Like yeah. there's so much that is like that mirrors each other. Mm -hmm. First of all, you have a you had a head of state, so a prime minister in our case, and a pastor. Yeah. What they say is but they are the messenger mm -hmm. of the congregation. Yeah. Right? That that sit at the top. So yeah. in the church you've got your deacons, you've got um senior members. In the par House of Parliament, you, well, in Prime Minister's case, you've got the House of Parliament made up of MPs and whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, these people are making decisions that affect the entire population of the congregation. So in the UK's, in in, uh, in politics, the country, in, yeah. um, in the church, it's the congregation. Yeah. And at no point did they think, right, this doesn't fit everybody. Mm. So how can we negotiate or how can we understand what our congregation need yeah what they in fact do is they look inward and say right what do you need what do what do you deacon such and such need what do you um mp of such and such need yeah right let's see if we can get you that yeah they serve themselves yeah but in pol politics they paint it as they're doing the best for the country mm. in religion they paint it as that they're doing what God told them to do. Yeah. And how can you double check that? <laughs> there you go. There you go. And it's the same way. Nobody is really policing the houses of parliament or the people involved or the MPs. Yeah. Same way no one is governing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. What goes on in the church? Churches exactly. around here like... It's, listen. See see with uh, a lot of like Bible story or any religious book for that matter, mm -hmm. um, that the lessons that are taught through these stories and... Uh, what it means to actually read through it and get something from it. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important because there's so many like old stories, parables, whatever, where it has a meaning and the meaning is do not be deceitful, uh, do not steal, mm -hmm. do not. That I fully get. But when someone tries to directly relate something of a very different time where none of the stuff that exists now exists, it's hard to tie the two. So when someone's... Um, being like very straight talking about like stories like for example i think we've discussed it before mm -hmm. like the noah's ark story mm -hmm. and all that for any story no matter how far-fetched i might feel it is in my existence and what i know to be real and not to be real mm -hmm. i take a message from any story and i'd be like okay some of these things were figurative some of these things whether they happened or not metaphorical i weren't there <laughs> you like, you, I mean? we have to understand i was not there like are we just not gonna think that poetry wasn't a thing back in the day Precisely. Like, this shit ain't always going to be literal. Some yeah. things need to be taken, not only with a pinch of salt, but yeah. turmeric, thyme, yeah. basil, all sorts. Bear season of fidash on there. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
So it's just like, like use your common sense, use your ability to apply what you've been told yeah. to your surroundings and see what holds weight. Now, I'll give you a perfect example, right? So what is it? The, the list of amendments in the Bill of Rights. Mm. So America, yeah. gun laws. Yeah. They are for the, them. Cra- so the Bill of Rights states every, um, what's it? Every American has the right to bear arms. Yeah. Right? Yeah. This was written in the 1700s. Yeah. When it took about two minutes to reload a single ball bearing. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't made for during an era where it an automatic hand rifle yeah. that can lick down a room of people in seconds. Yeah. Yeah. So at some point, you just got to think, uh, when are you going to update this? Mm. Like yeah. you can, like I'm sure if when they were writing this in 17, in the 1700s, yeah. they had that ability. They would have been like, right, let's not, allow everybody to have a flipping gun because that's just a chaos. If everyone's got a semi-automatic rifle that can lick down people from across the road, yeah, that's a problem. A Tommy gun. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was, what, four, maybe five, four, four or so hundred years ago. Mm. It's crazy. But bro. people will base their entire belief system yeah. off of something that was written well over 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm, not dis- I'm not here to disrespect anyone's religion or faith or beliefs. Mm-hmm. But have a word with yourself with some of the things that you're doing in the name of your religion. It yeah. doesn't apply to every aspect of life or even most aspects of modern life. It doesn't make sense. They didn't even have internet back then. Mm, they didn't true, even have colour TV or radio. Yeah, There's a yeah. lot that they couldn't establish yeah. as rules and laws and grounds or yeah. beliefs because these things weren't invented. Yeah, exactly. I think on a kind of like from a very high level, if... Like I said before, in terms of like what you get from every message mm-hmm. um, or text and a collection of words can mm-hmm. mean a, a lot or very little uh, in terms of if people are just wanting like a, a general kind of guide as to their moral standpoint mm-hmm. and something to base their their moral baseline on in terms of, okay, what is good and what is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a lot of people's approach. Some people take things a bit too literal, like you're saying, Bill of Rights. Some people even select bits of it that that are in line with their whole Feed agenda. Their narrative, yeah. Just like, um, I, I mean, some of the, the rules in, in with regards to firearms as well, um, there's also like a, 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 a small section where it refers to... Um, the circumstances surrounding a revolution, uh, you know, against the powers that be and arms in that case. And no one ever mentions that, you know, they always mention, okay, bottom line, right to bear arms, cancel everything. That's where, that's fine. That's, that's where we're at. So in terms of like the religious teachings and all that kind of thing, I think it's important. Some people are for real. They're not like, okay, uh, this was written a very long time ago. None of it applies to me. They're just like, you know what? The same things ring true. If someone's teaching me for this reason, do not mm. kill, uh, do not steal, mm. do not lie. Do you know what I mean? For that reason, mm. that's what I take from Sometimes it. Sometimes you have to lie though. Mm, I, I like, let's say, say, let me give you an example. Yeah. Let's say your missus is like eight months pregnant, uh-huh. feeling a bit bad about the way she looks. Like, you know, just hormonal or whatever the case yeah. may be. She comes in the room. Oh, do I look unattractive to you? Da, 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 da. Oh, you're talking pork. <laughs> White lies there. Because no, because look, uh-huh. I can't lie. Mm. Yes, you do look unappealing right now. That is not what she needs to be hearing. That's it's not, not productive. What she needs to be hearing. So yeah, what is productive in that scenario is yeah. you lie through your back teeth. Mm. You even conjure up a 
on the forehead. You know what though? You, know what I mean? you can't be out telling the there's truth. There's a quick lie, and then there's these magicians out there who will come out and like totally speak, go over and above, rather than just say, "Oh no, don't worry, you look fine, babe." Like end up, yeah. Like they'll come out with the most. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like okay, my it apple cinnamon. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> you are the only flower in my garden. <laughs> but you know, my girl, uh, can you please reassess that statement? Because what good garden do you know has one flower in it? Imagine. Please. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's, this man it's is mad. a liar. <laughs> it's always mad because, yeah, I get it in life, bro. Like, we've all lied. We've all told oh, lies. Yeah. But as an, a general overarching theme of like, <laughs> where it's not necessary. Some men are Man's not going to spew lies left, right, and yeah. center. So, do you know what it is? Some people are in places they shouldn't be doing things they shouldn't be doing. But if you don't ask and you don't bring it up, who's the wiser? Mm. Word to lockdown restrictions. But we trust. Move. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Damn! Man, I have to cut that out still. Wait. Do you know it is. Certain men are going to feel triggered by that statement. <laughs> <laughs> they won't know how to receive it in their spirit. But, hey, you don't shoot the messages, you know what I mean? Man, I throwing the phone across the wall. These man. <laughs> These man. Out in certain people. Do you know what, though? Six, nine I'd people. be interested to know. Uh. Of our listenership, uh, the split between male and female. Uh, and the different kind of takes on a lot of these topics. I Yeah, man. We talk shit, man. Like, in terms of, like, okay, male behavior, female behavior. But the general caveat and blanket statement we put on it all is, mm. look, we're not dissing the mandem and saying, like, yeah, dudes are up to the most all the time. <laughs> Chicks are innocent. No, because most no, of them... I'm definitely not saying that. There's no, there's, no, there's no way, shape, or form, but... Obviously, our perspective is from a male perspective. And I know some of my co-conspirators. <laughs> I know the depths to which... <laughs> nothing shocks me and nothing surprises me. If we're talking crud from the streets. Do you know what's funny, though? People who should be doing time for their crimes, <laughs> if that's what we're talking. So I've got, stale, I've got tales, that. I've got stories. It's quite funny you say that, right? Because I've got I've obviously got a lot of male friends. And a lot of my male friends are like by way of like in the group chat or whatever, we're in groups. Mm. So if I'm speaking to one man in the group, I'm effectively opening up to the discussion for everyone. Mm. But with my like female friends, I don't really have that. I've mm. got just one-to-one interaction with each individual female. Mm. So you get to asking them certain questions. Like if I have ever a question about something or like I'll see a post or whatever and I'll, be, I'll, I'll hit somebody up and be like, what's your, what's your view on this? Or how, is this, how does this translate to you as a woman? Yeah. And I'll look at it from my perspective and it's just like, some women are out here. Like I've always, gr- I've grown up, my teens, my early 20s, mid 20s, even most of my late 20s, just looking at how, the man them are moving yeah. and some of them move have moved mad uh, it's only now that I'm older I'm comfortable to have this conversation with, with women yeah. and obviously they're at a stage where they're in their life where they're comfortable having that conversation with a man like m- myself Yeah, that I'm finding out these girls are on crud you know what <laughs> they it's are worse than the man them I'll yeah. tell you yeah. women mm, yeah. Yeah. no they are out here doing the absolute most but women are Women know, I feel like the fear that women have 
if they are found out doing something crazy mm. is more than the fear that man have. Okay. But because man them get away with it, they don't ever feel the need to push the boat out. So mm. you know how they, that saying goes that sneaky parents create be- great liars? Yeah, yeah. I think that's what it is. Uh-huh. Women fear being judged a bit more than men do. Yeah. So they go above and beyond to make sure that they are never found out. Yeah. And that is dangerous. Yeah. But you know <laughs> what's, 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 that's That is only bred. Like, yeah. Women being able to just... Like in this day and age, look so, you in your eye and say you are the only flower in my garden, wow. <laughs> and you are sopping out because she just made you the baddest meal. <laughs> She's telling you all kinds of madness. I'm going to my friend's house. Oh, okay, have a good day. You know what I mean? You're yeah. chopping, 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 and these times Rodney from chopping, down the road, yeah, blowing her back out. Mad the cheat codes. If when asked where you at, who you with, the response is with. A friend, more time as a dude. Yeah, a member of the opposite sex or somebody with that she's whapping. Or so-and-so, wants, if or the answer is with so-and-so and you just, without prompting, you get the name back. Without mm-hmm. prompting, it's just automatic. It's so-and-so, blah, blah, yep. it's thrown out there. 100%. Whether you know them or not, female name, blah. It's and do you know what's funny? A friend, I've caught that's them to... dudes who are saved in the phone book as free lift, Uber, Uber. Uh, Pizza Hut, whatever. <laughs> 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 Yeah, pizza, Domino's. Do you know what though? Because this is this is something that pains me, and every guy's been through it, but doesn't know they've been through it. Do you know how many of my compadres, my co-conspirators, my male gender have been, even without knowing it, even just you think you're just casually dating, but really, girls are linking for cinema, free cinema, or free meal. I think I've been one of those guys. I've never had it admitted to me, but I know I've been one of those. I guys. feel like I'm saved in, a, not now, but I feel like at some point I was saved in a girl's phone book as Taste Good Chinese. Imagine. <laughs> and I'll say that with my chest, right? And it's the bag of this Chinese in the city. It's a wicked, yeah. It <laughs> Top tier. I long it. Top long, tier. Yeah. Top it was, tier. Like, let's be honest here. It wasn't no back of the back of the alley yeah. Salamander Street Chinese. Yeah. Like it was, it was, it was the pressure, best Chinese yeah. in Edinburgh. I, so, travel, I travel across the city to go get Chinese from there. One of my brothers lives in Musselburgh. I've uh, seen him outside because it's just up the road from my house. I've yeah. seen him outside. I was walking Posted. to, I was walking to somebody. I said, Right, what are you doing here? I came to get this Chinese. I said, my guy, Mad. this is why me and you are brethren, because you understand quality. Game yeah. recognized. So anyway, I feel like I was, because this girl, she would always hit me up and be like, oh, we should go for dinner sometime. Mm. It was always that. Yeah. And she was always like, oh, let's meet up for dinner sometime. And this is obviously pre-COVID, so the opportunity to go out and about was, was definitely an option. So, but something told me, I was like, this girl always opens the conversation with something to do with taking her out somewhere. Mm. It's never, how was your day? Yeah. It's never, what's oh, good? what's good? Or did you sleep well? Or yeah. anything like that. It's always a, what can you do for me kind of ah. approach. And I figured this out after a few weeks. I was just like, hold oh, on a minute. This ain't really, this don't feel right. So I scrolled back and I was like, yeah, my suspicions are correct. I'm looking at the, at the chat and whenever she's initiated a conversation, it's always that. So I said to her, um, oh, do you want to, like, have you ever heard of Taste Good? She said, oh, that's my favorite. <laughs> she could have held it down and just be like, nah, what's that? Yeah, you could have lied. But anyway, <laughs> so she said, oh, that's my favorite Chinese in Edinburgh. I said, yeah, it's the best one. She said, oh. Um, and I said, oh, I actually live up the road from it. Like, I'm, 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 it's pretty much something I get like every two weeks. Yeah. She said, oh, that'd be amazing. Maybe one day I'll come to your house. Uh-huh. And we'll get a Chinese. Yeah. 
So I said, yeah, cool, yeah, cool. Always, like, whenever. Check your message again. I'm outside. <laughs> right? So anyway, about a week later, hits me up. It's like a Friday evening. Yeah. Oh, what are you doing tonight? I was like, to be honest, I'm not. She was like, are you working? Are you DJing? I was like, no, no, no. I'm just chilling tonight. She's like, oh, um, I could come round and we could get a, we could get a Chinese. I said to be honest, I had I had a taste good on Wednesday, yeah, so yeah. I'm not really up for getting it again in the same week. Yeah, she's like, oh, never mind. Hmm. That hmm. was the end of that conversation. Oh wow! And then she tried to hit me up about two weeks later. Yeah, on a similar vibe, I just pied it because I was like, hold on a minute. Yeah, you wanted to come to my house. Yeah, with the option of having Chinese. But when I said I didn't want Chinese, mm. now all of a sudden my house coming it's, to chill with man yeah, is not an option. It's off the table. So I said, all right, cool. I know exactly where this Disgraceful, is going. Disgraceful, ridiculous. You must move. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. hit me up for like guest list for, I want to say, oh, it was gigs. Oh, uh, okay. Then she wanted to hit me up. Uh, she hit me up. Right, so we announced it. And I obviously, I'm in charge of the, I was controlling the Club Tipsy socials. Uh, so I know when it's been announced because I'm the one posting. Yeah. A couple of hours go by. Ah, oh, hey, how are you? Uh, I said, move. Uh, I said, I was cold to this guy. I was just like, no, 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 no. I've already clocked your game. Yeah. I've so already relax. clocked your game. So yeah. don't do that. If you yeah. want to get, if you want to get like link up with like the gigs tickets or whatever, whatever you think you're going to get out of this, yeah. then come forth with that. Uh, Say it to me straight. Don't try and sidestep it and try and really, really in. I wish I was in that situation, bro. I would have just... No words to the response. I would just would have said the event bright link. <laughs> no, but Shoot. I did. Event I did, I did though. Copy I, I, paste. That's what I did send out. it to her. I did send it to her, and that's that's exactly my response. I was just like, see it there, mm. and she was like, oh, are you not gonna do me? A, are you not gonna do me a deal? Uh, I said, and I said to her, I said, why would I do that? Yeah, why? And you then she why? didn't have a response. So I said, why? see it there. Yeah, and then and then the the cherry on top. Yes. And this is, this is, I don't consider myself a bitter person, yeah. but you see when things happen a certain way and you take great pride in it, mm. even at the expense of somebody else. Yeah. So obviously there's a queue outside um, Tipsy at this point. Yeah. I'm walking past the queue. Yeah. She's like, oh, Tone, Tone. Oh, hi. I was like, hi, how you doing? You all right? It's like, oh yeah, I'm good. It's cold out here, isn't it? Whoa, whoa, could I ask you a question? These times where she's now initiating these parts of this conversation, has she made her body leave the queue? Or is her body torso still in the queue? No, she's, she's trying to lean out of it. Oh, all right. Okay. Now me, I'm already feeling like a don because I had the black fur coat on with the hood. <laughs> and I know- Killer, where... come, come, killer, killer, come, come, killer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Killer season. I'm telling you, boy. Nah. So, right, I'm walking Wrong past. time for her. And the thing is, because I'm feeling myself, mm. I'm walking, and I know what's going to happen. I'm going to get to the front of the queue. The doorman are going to undo the rope. Yeah. Oh, Tone, what on? Da, da, yeah. da. It's looking good in there tonight. You know, da, da. Yeah. I'm going to look like the man going yeah. in the queue, jumping to the But obviously, a lot of the people in the queue know who I am. Yeah. But she's trying to bandwagon. Oh. I said, listen, I'm going inside. I'll catch you in there. <laughs> if I had a rear view Deuces. mirror, if I had a mirror, I would have held it back and just watched her walk in the distance just get smaller and smaller. Do you know what I would have loved about that scenario? It is was. if you had bantered her enough that she felt the confidence and gumption to leave the queue thinking there's a possibility. <laughs> and then you tell her, hey, I'll catch you in there. 
peace out, one love. <laughs> then she now has to rejoin at the back of that cold ass outside queue. <laughs> and then I moonwalk. Maintain the eye contact. You move. <laughs> <laughs> Who's old boy um, from Paris with the dreadlocks, whatever his name is? Who be moonwalking with the Jordans? <laughs> yeah. If you hit that moonwalk oh. with the big fur coat. <laughs> Then when you get to the front, just, no man and all and that, yeah, okay? no words. <laughs> <laughs> they just spot. You're still moonwalking silent. They just spot, spot, spot. Yeah. Oh, Ma. Bro, you know what? This is the thing, right? I've been in one situation where I knew someone, obviously on a casual dating tip, man. It is what it is. Like you just, mm. you link up the conversation, the vibes, all that sort of thing. But then one time where I was just like, all right, cool. This is the, this is the second or third link. But the scenario is the same. It's always like specific type of places where we need to link up. You can't link up on no budget. Chill out. It has to be food in a nice place. So the first, the third time I was just like, oh, bless. Do you know, I'm into these kind of places as well. Like uh, one of them was um, Dishoom. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, I feel this place, man. I've not been here many times, but yeah, second time, decent. Uh Chosen a prime time link up as well, Friday evening. So I was just like, yo, it's busy up in here. These times you had to pre-book because it was always busy there. Mm-hmm. Massively popular when it first launched. And I was just like, all right, cool. Go through. Yeah, let's do this. The automatic assumption of like, I ain't got a problem. If it's a bona fide link where it's like, okay, now we formalize the situation. No issues whatsoever. But when it's a phone book saved as food out somewhere, me, big, big me in this time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I made sure that I did the most. I did the. I ate to my heart's content that evening. <laughs> I ate full and yeah, and then I was just waiting for the moment afterwards. where it was because this is the thing that pissed me off, right? The automatic assumption. I like at least some sort of like okay, I uh, if it's if it's put in this bracket of like gentlemanly behavior, mm-hmm. so to speak. I like being given the opportunity to extend that and be like, oh yes, this is something I will do. I've enjoyed your company. And so I am going to do this. But the automatic assumption that you have to, because you're the dude. Oh, to pay for it. And the last two the last two times I paid for that shit, mm-hmm. but now you just have to. And that's the way, unwritten rule. I sat there when that bill came and the air got dry. Drinks <laughs> done finished. <laughs> Drinks are finished. People are starting to leave the venue. <laughs> They've stopped. Last orders, everything done. wiping up the bar. Bro, Activity is dying. Some people who need to jet off early from the lines are wait. coming up. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> the waiting team, they're starting to leave in their outdoor coats. The air is starting to get dry in there. Cleaners coming in with, with Bill, <laughs> bro, built and been sat on the table. Build and been sat on the table for a good 45 minutes or something now. And it's like, oh, we're going to order some more drinks. And I was just like, no, we're going to order your purse to the table. We could do, or we could just get this bill. What are you saying? And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Silence. And I was just like, oh, actually, do you know what? I had to speak up at this point. And I was just like, oh, actually, do you know what? Um, yeah, let's swap out the bill and let's let's skip this place. Let's get out of here. Um, you got this, yeah? You cool? You got this? You cool? Uh, and then, honestly, like, I didn't even need to stretch to, because the last two times I had yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. if you want me to get it, just say do you know what I mean? Or yeah. something. Like, I didn't even need to get to those words. The look of, like... Despair. Just, just like, like <laughs> I just kicked her cap or something. Like, the worst, like, oh, my God, what? And it's one of these beans as well who is used to 
dudes doing red carpet and dudes doing like oh everything for you yeah, do you know what I mean and I was getting, just like getting the triple A treatment triple A treatment but not doing triple A behaviour well, simple politeness <clears throat> yeah she was rude as well this is another thing that was oh, like can't fly. rude to the waitress now yeah, no, it's one of these situations where I think because there was a guy who came up to serve the drinks uh-huh. but uh, a girl who came with the food uh-huh. now the guy got all kinds of like oh like you know decency no, I wouldn't say polite just decency mm-hmm. but the chick got some sort of stinking kind of like smirk and I was like either you know this person and you hate them or you're just one of them chicks who's got a problem with yeah, other I chicks yeah I can't and I was just like oh. I can't really respect that like I'm, lu- I'm lucky I've never been on a date like with somebody like that Mm. And it's quite funny. I was having this conversation with somebody yesterday. So I was saying to them, like, anyone I've dated has never been like a random, like a like a blind date. Like I know this person. Yeah. Like, not that I've just been chatting to them, mm. but I've met them. Yeah. Like on a casual, friendly tip, or I've met them through a friend, and or I've met them and I found out that they're friends, we have mutual friends or whatever. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like there's a common ground there, even before we establish whether or not we want to date or whatever. Yeah. Excuse me. So I've been in a situation where I know you, we chat, I get a feel of what kind of person you are, then I'll ask. Yeah. I've never really been the kind of person who would just effectively, oh, I like the way you look. I like the way you sound. Yeah. Let me spend money on you. Hmm. Because that is effectively how dates go. And people par it off as getting to know somebody. You know you can get to know somebody without spending your money, you know? True saying. In fact, if anything, I would say that's probably more effective. Yeah. It might take longer. Yeah. But it's definitely way more of a foundation building. Yeah. Build. Yeah. So, like, I, I've never been in that position. Um, but I have spoken, and the conversation came about because one of uh, someone I was, one of my friends I was speaking to, she was like, oh, um, I don't like guys paying for me if we go on a date. Mm. I was like, why is that? She was like, oh, because in the past... I've had them treat it like I owe them something. Like uh, I paid for the dinner, so yeah. well, come God. back to mine or I'm coming back to yours. That kind yeah. of exchange, it's almost like it's almost like prostitution in a way. Mm. And she was like, I had that experience once and from then on, it's, I would just never let it done because then I feel like, I was like, okay, cool. Depends for her, bro. Like I, I, I rate it. That's a yeah. very, it's a very, it's a shame because some guys do genuinely just think that it's chivalrous. Mm. Or if they ask you out, then they almost feel obligated that, all right, I've asked you out, so I'll pay because yeah. if I, especially if I'm the one choosing the restaurant, yeah. I might choose something outside of your price bracket. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's one of them ones where I'm just like, okay. But then I was like, you see, I've never had the issue because all of the people that I've ever gone on a date with, I've known them for a period of time. Yeah. And I've known them outside of a romantic setting, outside yeah. of a dating scenario. So it's like, I know what you're like. You've had this, you've told me your previous dating stories or yeah. your previous exes. So yeah. I get a feel of what you're like in mm. that scenario without finding myself in that scenario. Yeah. And I'll be honest, there's some girls I've met and I thought, oh, you would be great to go out with or date or whatever. And then we've had those conversations. I'm like, do you know what? No. Mm. And yeah. it's never been, I never had to retract it because I've never made it that, I've never put that on the table. Yeah. I've just been like, do you know what? I'm glad I've waited. Yeah. Because knowing what I know now, I don't want to do changes, that. Yeah, yeah, it changes. Yeah, it changes everything. So yeah. I just think if yeah. you want to just be intimate with somebody yeah. or you just want to date because you like dating, mm-hmm. you like going out, you like getting doled up, you like having a flirt or whatever, then yeah. let that be known. Yeah, yeah. Don't allow this umbrella of, we. this could be the one that I spend the rest of my life with. Mm. No, 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 no. What yeah. do you want right now? Yeah. And 
make that known from the jump. And it's an awkward conversation to have, but yeah. I'll tell you what's more awkward. Yeah. Sitting at the dinner table, waiting for man to pay. Yeah. And he's saying, and he's I'm not paying. he's smiling like a Cheshire cat <laughs> exactly. across the table. That's very awkward. It's very awkward. And you know what? It's funny about that situation because this is someone who's quite well known, got a lot of friends about the place. Uh, then went and started bad-mouthing me to everyone and being like, oh, oh he's a go. prick, he's this, he's here that. And I was just laughing and I was like, I affirmed it and I held that because I was like, between us, we know the truth. And I just, I always laugh when I think about that situation particularly because yeah. here's someone who um, has always just had their way. You know mm. what, whatever they say goes kind of thing uh, just because they've got a pretty face. Do you know what I mean? And I was just like, look, okay, your conversation was dry. I'm curious here. to know who this is. Your conversation was dry. Do I know here. this person? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, well. Maybe not well. It's like mad back in the day. Like your conversation was dry. Oh, okay. You brought very little to the table. And going forward, all of these links have been one-sided. We have kept it afloat, kept it going. Uh-huh. But you've been keen to relink because you know ultimately there is something in it for you being taken to a nice restaurant. And you're one of these people who likes to be up in the nice spots all the time. So that served your purpose for that. But this time you're up in the nice spots. I like being in nice spots too. And today is on you. <laughs> so I like Calgary. I like exactly. big feet. Shit. I like hard malls. I like getting my meal paid for too. Exactly. Shit. But I think, I think, you know what it is? I think there are some social norms like people just take for granted. Like you mentioned earlier, people yeah. pick and choose which part of chivalry yeah. they will adhere to. Mm. So if you actually look up what chivalry is, Ladies don't really, ladies can't have that because part of chivalry is backhanding a woman when she speaks out. Speaks, yeah. So let's not act when she speaks and spoken yeah. to. And, 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 and if a man doesn't like, open the door or pull out your chair, dare you open that door yourself? Dare mm. you sit at the table if a man hasn't ordained it? Yeah. That is actually part of chivalry. Yeah. So we can romanticize chivalry all you want. Yeah. And chivalry should fucking die because it's not good. It's very abusive, actually, when you understand what chivalry is. Mm, so don't pick and choose which parts of chivalry you like. Yeah. Because if you want this whole cake, <laughs> this whole Ike Turner cake, <laughs> you go get this whole exactly. cake. You, know I mean? you go get this Joseph Jackson but when, topping when on top the, of that. When, as, as men, like, mm. why are all new generations of guys subscribing to this idea that this is I feel it's it's almost normalized. I'll tell you why. Because you you made a very good point yeah, when you said that, like, look, um getting to know someone doesn't need to have um uh the physical you know, side spend, of something. You don't need to spend your money, you don't you need don't to spend your money, you, you don't need to sleep. Yeah, exactly, exactly that. So, but people always assume that no matter what resources you have available to you, mm-hmm. no matter what, this is what dating should look like. Which is wrong. It's because it's been romanticized. Like, mm. or, or, or you look we at have some, Hollywood to blame. Look at, yeah, I was going about to say it's been it's been um, presented and sold to us. Yeah, that way. You yeah. look at romantic comedies. You look at dating culture in America, which is, I mean, from what I've seen in terms of like, like you said, Hollywood, yeah. it's actually quite sick. That's why I get this idea that it's actually quite sick. We're mm. not doing it to get to know people. We're doing it to experience things, and I'm like, that's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same. You can experience a nice restaurant on your own or with friends. Yeah. You don't have to experience it on a date. Exactly. Just because a man takes... And you know what it is as well? Man, them are clocking the game. 
If they see a girl who's all about, you know, the Instagram life and they want to take pictures of the with the flower backdrop and the lights and yeah. the nice setting and the Bloody I'm flowers, doing duck and man. waffle flowers. and all the rest of it. Oh. Man then will think, do you know what? I want to beat this biddy. Yeah. So what's the, easy, duck, what's duck the easiest way for me to do that? Yeah. I might have to spend a couple bags at yeah. Duck and Waffle. Duck I might have waffle. to take her to the shard. Not even a couple bags, bro. A couple, do you know what I mean? A couple hundred quid. Yeah. Duck and Waffle. Do you know what I mean? Flower wall. Yeah. Basically. I might have to take her to a, a young There's restaurant. an equation to this, bro. There is. There's, Drinks, a, there's a blueprint. Drinks, Duck and Waffle, somewhere with flower wall. Basically. And then a nice little hotel yeah. link afterwards. And you just think to yourself, if that's how easy it is to bag a chick, if that's the game, I get it why some man would just subscribe to that. Yeah. Man them just got frivolous cash like that. Yeah. They'll just subscribe to that. Yeah. Because you're getting what you want and I'm getting what I want, but neither of us are grown enough to say that's exactly what we want. Yeah. You want the nice lavage experience and, you know, to be seen in all these places or to take pictures in all these places. Yeah. But you don't want to say that's all you want. Mm. He wants to blow your absolute back out. Yeah. But he won't say that's what he wants. Yeah. Yeah. That's not an experience. That's an exchange. Yeah. Yeah. And he knows how to get it. So for me, I'm just like, it's not that men are are patterning the game and women are patterning the game. You're both losing, in my opinion. Yeah. you can play this game if you want, but who's the real victor here? Mm. No one. No, no one, one wins. As the girl, you're not saying who took you out. Yeah. You're just saying I was here. Mm. And, you know, that's a completely different conversation of like when you see the the, the man's, the rolly and the, <laughs> or she's in the, she's in the driver and she's taking, snapping up the dashboard and I've that. seen too many of those. Disgusting. I'm I like, I'm them, like, because the thing like, is, if a girl's in a car with her girlfriend, yeah. the girl's all in there. Yeah. When the camera's on her, she's driving reckless, swerving, ay, yeah. switching lanes and that. But when it's, when it's a dude, no driver in all the you snap. see is motorway. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. In the dark. Or her just in the seat. Or her and in the you seat. Know what you see is. the headrest. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all you're and seeing. you know what? For those people who are so inclined, I've seen bare people using the same car backdrop. <laughs> and yeah, certain cars are turning oh, different, up in a lot like of different snacks. Different girls. Different girls. Like <laughs> certain vehicles. And there's some people with some very bait interiors on the car where you can tell. There's certain cars that are featuring in... in some different feature films. Certain rappers, boy. <laughs> Bruh. I'm like, wait, ain't that my man's car? And then you're scrolling through the snap, like you're scrolling yeah. for an Instagram post like two days later from some next chick and you're like, oh, this is the same whip. Yeah, it's the same whip. Because <laughs> you, you go to his Instagram six months ago and he's on there, ain't nobody got interior like this. Yeah, yeah. Man, <laughs> this is got custom the new interior. Hey. Okay, big man, you just outed yourself, but all right, he's cool. He's so mad, bro. But that's, so but, but that's kind of like, my, it goes back to like, what I was saying to my friend, I was just like, look, don't feel that somebody owes you anything or that don't feel that you owe somebody something purely yeah. because they've done something nice for you. Mm-hmm. Like their ulterior, if they've done something, if they have genuinely done something to be nice from you, yeah. you will never ever feel like you owe them something. Precisely. But the minute that they kind of bring it up. Yeah. If it's got something attached to that, it. That's a red flag. That's, that's not a nice, that's not a nice gesture that they've done. Yeah. What they've done is try and rope you in. Yeah. They've put you in their pocket. Mm. Now they're trying to be like, oh, but you can get out of this deal if you just suck my dick. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And some men are scummy like that. Yeah. But do you know what? And, 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 on, and on the back of that, some women like know that that's how certain dons behave. Yep. And will, but they know that they're going to get what they want before he gets what he wants. Mm. So they were, 
And then all of a sudden, oh, I've got to go, you know, my yeah. mum's at home and da-da-da. Oh, no, nah, I've got the Uber, da-da-da. And then the man's just left the there being like, thing. And it's just like, the game is the game, man. Like, the you know how you, you know how you, you know how you avoid losing the game? Mm. Just be honest from the get-go. Yeah. You save play. yourself a lot of time and a lot of money. Yeah. Just exactly. say, look, I'm not going to lie to you. What's it going to take for me to clap them cheeks? Yeah. Be honest. Upfront. If a girl responds and says, uh, that's disgusting or whatever, don't chat to me then cool. I know I'm not saying that any man should, I yeah, don't encourage this behavior. She responded that way and then she'd be like, oh, that's disgusting, blah, blah, don't chat to me. <laughs> Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> the game is the game. The game is the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, damn. But you know what though? I would like to put this out to the female listeners to seriously ask this in this day and age, what's your view? What's your take? Dude is seriously for the first five dates saying yo all we gonna do is go for a walk because that's all you can do now there's not well yes that's what you can do for real but in times where there was options of you know the restaurants all the enjoyments that involve spending pee were available but man's sticking to his guns and saying like nah uh i want to get to know you in this setting it's so mad that like a year ago i want to walk a year ago, well, not necessarily a year ago, like 10 months ago before um, when COVID kicked in. Mm. No, before COVID kicked in, sorry. I've never heard of anybody just meeting up with somebody just to go for a walk. Mm. But now that's all, because that's all you can do. Yeah. People are forced to actually engage with each other. Yeah. There's so it's just like, nothing to- and I, I would like to assume that the majority of females ain't just going to go for a walk with a guy they just met, get so overwhelmed and back out the cheeks in the middle yeah. of, at the back of half a seat. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, you know, that that is that 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 drawback of a walk, <laughs> not even off of being in the club and the yeah. drinks is flowing and the music's bumping. A drawback. Do you know of how a wavy walk, you you have to be. You are a top tier marksman. Because the thing is, as well, you can't even look your flyest. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't you be do? dripping for a walk. Balenciaga's you can't be dripping, after dripping for a walk. Roly in Port Bella Beach. And get this. That you can't well. do. It doesn't make sense. See where all Why have you come dressed like this? <laughs> Like a fucking clown for we're, a walk. We're, having a, we're just on Portobello High Street. Right? Why are you dressed yeah. like fashion model? Now in the here's club, another you thing. can do that. Yeah. Man's See, <laughs> to the seat with two bottles. With a mobile table. <laughs> and say, yo, I don't care where we are. I've got a table, okay? <laughs> I don't care that we're on a beach at midday. I've got a table. Everyone so, looking around just like, what the fuck does this guy do with a table? Uh, I imagine. And I know certain man would actually think, is, is that possible? Can man get a table? Even though it's locked down, like during the day at the beach, can man just like, it's still a table, isn't it? <laughs> do you know what's bonkers, right? When you strip away all this stuff, like obviously in a, in a bar setting or whatever, mm. music's loud. All of these conversational skills and all of these skills of actually being able to like make a connection with someone, like you, you rely on them less and less. So people rely on all that other stuff. Yeah. But here you are, everything's stripped back. You've got seagulls <clears throat> and sea air, nothing other than city sounds. So you need to speak and you need to speak. You think your man's a, you think the man you're seeing is a bad boy until a seagull almost toots <laughs> his chips out of his hand. Now he's screaming like a little business. Exactly. And you're looking at him sideways like, oh, babe, it's just a bird. Oh. <laughs> and he's in a in the fetal position on the floor. Talking about mom. He's on the floor. You're trying to hit the damn thing with your handbag. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just, just get off him, you know what I mean? But you know, it's, it's wild because 
<laughs> There's no coming back from that. Nah, you just have to. She just has to kill you. Oh, that point. That's the only because families are gonna get involved. They're gonna find out what happened, and it's a mess. It's a bloody. When mess. the man then find out, oh, what happened with you and that girl? Ah, oh, she's a dickhead, bro. Yeah. Word comes back around. What really happened? Man, them are hotting you up with videos. Not even for the lie you told. Yeah. More for the fact, yeah. With the, some, a, some, some sixteen-year-old is building video there. Put it on, put it on Insta, and now Insta. you're viral. And now you're you're trending. You're a you're meme. Birdman, <laughs> tech man for Birdman. Is do you know what? I actually think, obviously, when we're talking about the kind of top spirit, top top shelf. Um, Top tier marksman who can get a drawback off a off a walk, right? Let's break that down. From a female perspective, obviously, you go out on a date and you're open to whatever may go down. You may have an instant connection with someone, mm -hmm. whatever. Do you know what I mean? Humans will be humans. Mm -hmm. They will do human things. <clears throat> yeah. But here's my question: Who goes prepared for the, for the action? To a walk where, where it's like, I initial meeting, don't know this person from anyone, but I'm asking women, do you, when your link has been a lockdown walk, have you, have, have you prepared, Bro, have the you prepared the utilities shave the pumps. <laughs> just in case? I don't know, man. I think or, there's very few females. You have to be the guy be in honest. that position to be able to say whether or not that happened or... Because I very much doubt there's going to be a woman alive that's going to admit that, yeah, I went for a walk with this guy. I never ah, met him bro. before, but I shaved the coochie just in case. <laughs> hey, you know, I, you like know there's what? honesty and then there's that. Nah, there's that's some just, brutally honest, like real. I'm going to ask. Nah, just, hmm. I am going to ask. Who am I going to ask? I know who I'm going to ask. Yeah. And let's come back ask. with answers on this brutal honesty. If they haven't been in a situation where they've done an initial link during lockdown, if they were going to, mm -hmm. what would they do? Be honest. I know what Mandem would do. Mandem are ever ready, bro. What are you talking Bring about? Bring condoms. Ever Bring ready. Condoms. Ever ready like the battery. A young Red Bull. Jupa. But I spray their throwback fragrances. You know, you know those ones that have to carry Chanel in Blue. outdoor. <laughs> the older perfume you can't pull up with older toilet. But the ones the, that are so strong. The smell, the smell leaves, man. Yeah. Man pulling up with oud in open air. <laughs> Man's got Bro. a special Dubai import. <laughs> it's such an interesting topic of like, how are people linking? Not people who have been linking before lockdown, yeah, yeah, but yeah, people yeah. who are starting to link a stranger. Within like these restricted times. Mm. Like, how does that go? I around? think this is how majority of All internet. household violations are happening. Like you see when people are pulling up on other people's houses and doing illicit visits and all the rest of it. Mm. I think that's the majority of the reason why no, maybe not majority, but that's a lot of the reason why is because people just want to beat, man. Yeah. Like yeah. they're like, I know we shouldn't be going to each other's house, but Yeah. But tun tun have a run. Yeah, exactly. Things have to go Cheeks down, have so. a slap, so <laughs> do you know what? How can you be mad at that? I'm not. I mean? I'm not. I'll just say it how it is. I'm not mad at it because... As long the as they wear masks. That's a kind of... Um, and do doggy. Not yeah. changing it. No face-to-face -face contact. <laughs> no. <laughs> so that there's a clear division barrier. And... You know what I mean? But, um... Yeah, some men are still wearing masks and no condoms. Wow. <laughs> Outrageous. <laughs> man, I'm beating Outrageous. raw. Talking about... Nah, babes. I don't want to risk it. 
you know these what? times, you don't even hey. know where our pups has been. Bro. <laughs> your dick's all frowsy and you're flinging worst, around. It's like, nah, the worst violators who do not take care of their sexual health, you see them on road wearing a mask and telling other people. I'm like, how dare you? you? Violation. How dare you? You rotten human being. Rip that off. <laughs> you rotten human being. <laughs> Stay safe is I what some men say. Like they say goodbye. They say stay safe. It's like, boss, you need to apply those words to your own. <laughs> your own dingling. <laughs> your own conduct. Because, yeah, man, I, yeah, exactly. Man, I, man, I've got to take this vaccine, you know, big man. You need to clear up that chlamydia that you've been passing around. You need to wrap up. up. You need to take them, them, them antibiotics for six days <laughs> about you're doing that. Yeah, about you want to get the vaccine quickly. Because you want to go on holiday. No one needs... Your dick needs to stay in the UK. Your dick needs to stay <laughs> in your house, bedroom. Yeah, you need to quarantine your own, own frowsy business. Bad. But yeah, I know like certain men, like, they're proud. They've never worn a condom in their life. And I'm like... Wow. These are the type of man that will tell you, yeah, fuck it. Just move abroad, man. Just do it. These Gary V people, yeah. they're out here doing Gary V with the willy. Do you know what? Do you <laughs> know what? Okay. Do you know what worries me about you know those kind of conversations where where someone will op- openly state that and actually be proud of it is whenever I've heard that said, it's come from like prolific beaters, bro. Like people who've done, who've chucked mm. on doors, who've done the rounds, and it's worrying because it's like, whoa, hold on. So not only have you put your life at risk out here, but you've actually contaminated. Because do you know there's some. Of the other sex, there's some people who are, who are like, all right, cool. Yeah, more time they take care of themselves and they, do you know what I mean? They're not that dumb. But then they buck up on Rico Suave over here, who's proud of the fact that he never does. Got his own he just does a bit of gonorrhea. Of, exactly. He just does a, a bit of quick convincing. Then all of a sudden, she's in the contaminated nice. pool. Yeah, man. And it's like, that's how it be sometimes, man. That's why you just have to stay safe and just either A, lock it up, wrap it up. Yeah. Or B, you find one person, Bonafide get yourself list. a little screen in beforehand, yeah. and then just go balls to the walls with it. But even then, you got to worry about, like, if she's not on birth control, that is, like, something that you need to consider as well. Yeah. But if she is on birth control, and you've both done the screen, and you're both trusting that each other's, you're exclusive with the, with the sex, then cool. Yeah. Then that, you know what I mean? That's the safest it's ever going to get. But yeah. Them ones there. My thing is right for wearing condoms for the most part is my one of one of my biggest fear. My one of my top three tears is having a baby with somebody I don't like. Oof, oof. Like I genuinely that is something that in my head as growing up I was just like fuck that for a laugh. My life, forget that. Imagine you beat a thing one night stand. It's like one of them ones where it's like at the time I was like gagging for it, but. As soon as I beat, I came to my senses and I was like, I don't want to do this again. You know them ones that we've yeah. all been in that situation. Yeah. Imagine that being the one that, is, oh, I'm pregnant. Mm. Even away from all that is the fact of, uh, I know certain people where it wasn't, it wasn't a case of they just beat the one time someone they didn't like or whatever. Yeah. It was someone who they didn't get to even know the person properly. And then all of these attributes of someone they really do not want to see ever again mm-hmm. come out when it's a few months or something mm-hmm. in, you've not properly got to know that person. You're, you're about to have but, a baby with this person. Exactly. Man. But then it transpires. You know what else as well? For me, it's a big... Ute is on the way. For me, it's a do? big thing as well. I don't even know what your family are like. Yeah. Your family could be hella racist. 
Bro, your family could be oh wild, God. wild, like disgusting. Yeah. And just have real deep-seeded problems in life. And now yeah. my seed has got to go in, got to be born into this world with your family's toxicity yeah. poisoning them. Yeah. And me on the other side trying to like help them and, you know, make sure that that doesn't happen to them. Yeah, exactly. That's and you've got to deal with and I, not only and that. And I have to deal with it. Yeah. It's not, not something I can expect. Between... You know what? I can walk away from this. Yeah. No, I can't. Not only the situation between you and the person that you've banged, but also that whole family, that whole situation. Yeah. You How know? can you give me parental advice? Yeah. How Just because you, you have a child doesn't mean you're a good mum you know, yeah. or you're a good father. Like, let's let's get that out of the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. see, my situation, I grew up obviously single-parent single households, but I feel like I've got a great relationship with my mum mm. and a great relationship with my dad yeah. individually. Mm. And that's taken work, but... These aren't rotten people. They just couldn't be together. Yeah. I know that in each respective household, I'm getting goodness. Yeah. And being looked after. Yeah. There's love in those in those households. Yeah. If I go with somebody who's got the complete opposite, I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna be vexed. Mm. I'm vexed. Yeah. So for me, if I'm dating anyone or I'm seeing anyone and I'm thinking of taking it further, before we start playing roulette, mm. I need to be sure. Yeah that you're coming from good stock or stock that I at least appreciate or value. Yeah. You can't be out here just... Because you could be an ambassador. You could be the best in your family. Mm. And I might think, oh, yeah, yeah, you're cool. Yeah. And then I buck up on, I don't know, your sister yeah. or your cousin or your mum. God forbid your dad. Mm. Wow, racist. Yeah. Now he's going to have a mixed race, racism. mixed race baby on the way talking about, oh, my coloured grandson. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you got to worst totally yeah. disown and be like. And I think a lot of people just try and be this whole like, oh, you know what? Like my family and my family, but I'm different. I'm like, nah. The, mm. It comes as a package unless you've yeah. physically disowned your family. Yeah. Like it's been a thing, and you've taken a conscious effort to be like, no, these people are toxic. I don't yeah. want anything to do with them. I can't help I'm that out. they're my family. Yeah. But yeah, nah. If it's a case where you're still dealing with them, do you know what it is as well? Mm. I go to the stage now, even like to this, like in my later, in my like more recent years, if I see your friends and I don't rate your friend, like your close, close friends and I yeah. don't rate them, I might rate you, mm. but your friends, mm -mm, I can't do it. Because now if we're in a situation and I feel like they're going to be having their two cents, yeah, that can't happen. Yeah. It's going to convolute everything. It can never be a thing of you against the friend group. Do you know what I mean? Nah. The panel. Nah. Because I know me. Bad. I know me. I, I'll tap out. I just mm. like, you know what? Go date your friends. Yeah. I'm yeah. not involved anymore. You had yeah. your, like, I wanted this to be a you and me relationship, but apparently there's you, your brethren, your brethren's friend, the whole group chat, yeah, your cousin that, you know, that don't like me for whatever reason. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just like, nah, I'm fighting a losing battle here, but I don't need to be fighting. To always be in defensive, like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, nah, it's not that. Good day to you, missus. I wish you the best in your future endeavors. I you farewell. Here is a gold watch for your time. <laughs> <laughs> I want back all the Michael Kors. I want back all yeah. the Fenty. I want back all everything. I want and back, I'm out. I want back that duck and waffle. That PS4 that I left at your yard, Xbox. I want it back. Everything. And I kept the receipts for every duck and waffle, every, yeah, everything. Do you know what's funny with me? Down I to actually the have receipts for everything that I have, I have purchased because I'm very like um, meticulous with my spending. Mm. So I could definitely tell you Produce how the much I've spent so you say, oh, but you don't even do that much for me. Oh, is that right? Let me, uh, give me two seconds. Let me pull up the spreadsheet and tell you exactly <laughs> to the penny. And what day, what yeah. card I used. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you 
the tip I left. Yeah. Everything's accounted for. Uh, there you go. Yeah. You have to take, have to take notes on these things. <laughs> oh, for real, bro. For real. But, but same um, way, um, I've got one of my dudes who's from the States, right? And he's, he, again, like he uh, keeps tabs on his spending, but forecasting forward. So in dating, when he's dating a girl, he'll, he'll put a limit on her. <laughs> He'll put a limit oh, on it. Like a dating budget. He's got a dating budget. But oh. do you know, this is where he's wrong in. He'll tell old girl <laughs> that you're nearing your limit. <laughs> you're nearing the limit. So it's your choice if we go to X, but just know that's the last thing we're doing for this two that's month like period. Monzo notification. To, yeah. <laughs> Talk about sucking out all the romance. Like, literally, you are at the limit now. So. We ain't linking again for the next two months. Spend because... well, spend wisely. Exactly. You know what I mean? Unless we're it's linking. Be, it's going to be uh, walks in the park from this point on. Hey, straight up. Bring your own mineral water. Yeah, straight <laughs> That ain't in your budget. But oh, here's wow. another part and aspect where he's the wrong in. Because he d- happened to divulge and share with me that like different beans have different budgets. <laughs> Based on the credit the value. value. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, when I say some of my male counterparts, for, for, my for co-defendants babes. are wrong. Jesus, this is what I mean. Based oh on the valuation, <laughs> like a young auto trader, when you go to find the value of a whip, <laughs> you, you put the red play in. There's different valuations, therefore there's different budgets. Bear owners. So <laughs> if she's bear owners, yeah, bear the owners. MOT is expired. Mileage man. Insurance high. is we- yeah. Alloy wheels all scuffed up to us. <laughs> you might be on fifteen pounds for the month. So the driver, like, right. the, the driver's door is a different color to the rest of the week. Yo, you might be, you might be a McDonald's. You got a coffee twice. budget. Yeah. Orders. <laughs> try order, out for try order a, a pumpkin, a double pumpkin spice. Mm. Double pumpkin no, no, you've got tea in your budget. That's, that's your, that's your you. herbal tea budget. Yeah. That's what you are. Imagine, imagine. That is wild, boy. <laughs> but I low funny. key respect it, but be flexible no, but, with but it. It's, do you know though? It's funny because it's not even a thing that he will like. He will tell Beans. Oh, he's like that. They'll with think it. he's you no. Know, he's mad up front. He's mad flagrant with it. Do you know what I mean? He will tell the Beans. But he won't, obviously, he won't tell them that, like, I right, call, like, your competition got budgets, too. He'll just tell them, like, yo, this is my breakdown. And more time, they respect it because there's, like, yo, this is a budget, con- conscious breader, blah, blah, blah. He won't word it as in, yeah, based on my perception of you. You are maxing, you are nearing your overdraft. <laughs> Old girl over there has got, like, a platinum card limit. Imagine. <laughs> no limit. Unlimited spend. She's got the American Express privilege. You, my dear, are still on debit. Yeah, you <laughs> are cash cards. <laughs> yeah, so you need to. You, need to you are coupons. You yeah. are you are vouchers. It's wrong. You are luncheon meals. Do you know when I see how some dudes play the game, and now in my older age, I know that more time females are more vicious with it. It makes me wonder what levels that females have unlocked. If these are the ones I'm privy to as a guy and I would know like dudes I've known in the past, like people I know are on these levels of skullduggery. Then it's like, what level have the unlocked? I would say, they like look at man and say, it's like a negotiation. Mm. They're looking at him. Like it's a silent negotiation. It's like they're looking at a man and say, okay, he's got a nice car. That that could mean he's got money. Okay, Mm. cool. I know what I look like. Yeah. And I seem to be his type. Okay. He's moving mad thirsty. Okay. 
here's what I'm going to do. First stage, make him take me out for it. I know what he's kind of looking for here. Mm-hmm. So get him to take you out on a date, but specify where, i.e. the shard, duck yeah. and waffle, hackathon, them <laughs> thing there. Do you know yeah. what I mean? The shooms and that. So let's see if you got it. And if you does... Sorry to interrupt, but you know how crazy, like these kind of conversations about Shard and everything. I remember back in the day, Shard was the place people went to go propose a big lifetime event. Mm. Now everyone's just talking about uh, Shard, Shard, Shard. Like it's some it's McDonald's. It's rappers, bruv. What? Like normalizing like some Shard. normal spending place. Yeah, bro, that was like a, a lifetime thing of like, yo, I got proposed to in the Shard, big expense. They've normalized it, boy. But, but yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so I think that some girls will see a man... And try and see how far he'll go. Yeah. All right, cool. Then they push him to the limits, get him to buy a hotel and hotel room for the night or do whatever the case is. Maybe buy a bag. Mm. That's the thing that girls are on now. Even UK girls who are not rappers, who are not Instagram famous. They're just out here, boy. They're just out here doing like, oh, a guy's got to buy me a bag or whatever. Or a Michael Kors watch. Mm. Not even a Michael Kors, but just a watch or something. She's collecting bags in the from bare different dudes. These girls are racking up like valuables like I don't know Pokemon trainers in different gyms collecting different just racking them up like Pokemons right so I'm thinking to myself rah that's the game you're playing Mm -hmm. so in turn Mandem have been like "All right, cool I've got a budget of two bills two bags for this chick Yeah. so I'll buy her I'll take her to the shard or wherever it might be I'll buy the hotel room I'll pan it up I might even drop a couple stacks to say, oh, babes, you going shopping today? Yeah, let me cop those 600 pound trainers or whatever. Mm. But like your brethren, he's, she's nearing her limit now. Yeah. So she's got to do something for him mm. or give him what he wants mm. before that limit runs out yeah. or his curtains for her. Yeah. Some girls are figuring out what his limit is and getting him right to the tip, mm. right to the edge of just before the overdraft kicks in yeah. and then just saying deuces. Mm. And that to me is like, it's a give and take, man. Like, they've just figured it out. But I think if women were in the position of men, it would be different, man. Yeah. Do you know different. what? It's always interesting because you hear these stories of where the roles are reversed uh, sometimes. Like, in America, I was on Instagram and there was this uh, really successful kind of realtor, real estate lady who, um, she goes for younger guys. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And the game is the game. She'll, she'll fly a dude out uh, and have a lavish weekend spending like oodles of cash mm. just letting him enjoy do you know what I mean and she's just like yeah this is this is what I like ultimately but then I'm thinking okay is it the same as when a dude does it because ultimately they want to smash so are you doing that so you can smash or or is it just a power thing where you want to be like I'm in control uh, and I decide the fate of this mm. do you know what I mean where a guy Obviously, we're used to the the dude doing the most, buying a bag, mm. blah, 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 nice restaurant, blah, blah. Girls get flued out because guys have the money to fly them out. Yes. Yeah. Not because- so It's the same thing. But they, they seem to think it's because <clears throat> as an individual, I'm special, so I'm worth being flown out. But it's like, nah, no. dude's just got it like that. He's got the dough, so it's nothing to him. You could be anyone, and he'll probably fly different beans out next week. <laughs> Blockbusters for cheeks. Hey. Bad. That's mad. But do you think you know with all these stories you hear about Dubai and how how them dudes be they got it like that so they be flying chicks out blah blah. Mm-hmm. Do you think they actually sit there and use Instagram as a catalog and basically just swipe down timeline I think of do. a specific hashtag and they're just like I right, DM that one, no small talk, just tell her I right, twenty bags. I think they do. You know, Friday, uh, Friday fly out, uh, Monday fly back. Because I know a girl funny we were talking about her before we started this 
but her DMs at some at one point were littered with unsolicited offers of being flown out all over in different parts of the world. Mad. And she's not she's not the one looking for this. She would post a picture. Yeah. And yeah, she'd get bare likes and whatever and follows off the back of it. But then it's like these guys, not even guys that she knows, guys that aren't, she not even chatting to them like that. Yeah. Just unsolicited. Bow. Wow. I know a few girls like that actually. Yeah. But this one in particular, yeah, she's getting her DMs are littered with that thing. Well, I say are, oh, they were definitely yeah. littered with that shit. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, is that how man are moving? Mm. And she was like, yeah, I don't even know these people. I was like, Mad. Do you know what? She should scam them and make sure that money goes to like bloody some local She don't charity. need it though. Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> divert the money to some like How funny would that charity. be though? Like everyone's well, sending a- 20 bags, 20 bags, 20 bags. By the end of the week, like a ridiculous money has been raised for charity and they can't claw it back. <laughs> Somehow collect something to be like, yo, if you try to claw that money back, then I'll expose, expose ABC. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's kind of mad actually. Mm. But then, I don't know. I mean, this girl in particular wouldn't probably do it for the money because she don't need to. No, but it's peed up anyway. But like, it's one of them ones where if you're just a local biddy working mm. a... I don't know, a nine to five or in the hospitality industry, especially now, man, where that 20 bags is looking like a whole new life. Yeah. You're taking that money. Yeah. Might do something questionable, might get flown out or like whatever. Mike Epps, like Mike Epps say, do something a little bit strange for a for little bit of change. change. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so like, thing is with me, I don't judge people for doing stuff like that. I look at it and I think, all right, it is what it is. You get your money however you get your money. I mean, there's people out here selling drugs and they're being celebrated. So yeah. what was the difference to what you're doing? But then I'm just like, I it gets my back up or I get a bit annoyed when I see them acting like or portraying as if they've earned this lifestyle. I'm just like, you're only adding to the toxicity of this whole do it for the gram. Yeah. And you're only raising, the, raising, what you, raising the standards of perceived normalization yeah. to make yourself look like you're getting it, mm. but you're not. Yeah. Somebody else is getting it for you. That, that form of getting it and how temporary is, that's so dangerous because if one day you're showing this high life of what that's got you, all the, all the little gizmos and the nice whips, the nice bags, the nice whatever, mm. you're showing all that off. Uh, and then just like that, the next day it's all over for whatever reason, you know, um, it'll always become apparent the source of that. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I just hate when people try and make it seem as if it's some crazy come up that they've come on and they'll post these quotes under that picture in Dubai being like, you know what, work hard for three years of your life so that you can live the rest of your life. Like, bro, and it's like, shut up. <laughs> you gave up cheeks and but now I- you're <laughs> posting motivational. You got it up, Do you know what I mean? It's like work three years of your life all around the clock. So you know that what you is? Can it's when they call twenty this, years with. The, do you know what it is? It's when certain girls will refer to other girls as like lazy bitches or whatever, and I'm just like, no, she's not lazy for working. She's a nurse and working for the NHS. She's doing yeah. good shit, man. Like Precise. just because she can't afford to be doing can what we you're please doing. Please normalize normal chicks with normal jobs, yeah, bruv. And without all this designer bullshit, they are still winning. Can we normalize that? They are with natural bodies and normal ass jobs. Even if they don't have a natural body, if she's worked her ass off to pay for those cheeks, 
Cool. Go ahead. Yeah. Pay for her lips. Go ahead. Pay cool. for an extra couple titties. Yeah. Go ahead. I think with limits though, because this body dysmorphia got people with yeah, with obviously. cement bottom, bro. <laughs> Getting cemented. But yeah. you Did know you see funny? the one who actually got actual cement put in her Yeah. Thumb? What? <laughs> nah, yeah. that's where I, I, I get off the bus. And I'm yeah. like, nah, mm-mm. no matter how hard you've worked for your dough and blah, blah, yeah. there's certain things you shouldn't put up in there, bro. Just because some beans are out there flaunting big back and big everything. You know what I mean? So, But yeah, man. Um, but yeah, so... Just a quick shout out to everybody. What's this? Episode eight. Ooh. Yeah, this is episode eight. Episode eight. So we're still eight. we're still new into it. We're not even yeah, ever yeah. ten episodes deep, but we're still online. Still we're appreciating shit. We're appreciating the love still from you guys. Still getting hated. Man. <laughs> still getting loved. <laughs> still yeah. everything in between as well. But I get people hitting me up and be like, "I can't believe you said that." I'm like, "You know me. <laughs> what can't you believe about this? I'm not done anything that you. I'm not known for, to do in my." Yeah. Circle. So I was like, yeah, but now the world can hear it. I said, let them hear. Do you know what? That's, you must behold me. I didn't do so, this podcast to be quiet. <laughs> exactly. It's so funny you say that because I've got a lot of my following is people through like the video stuff that I do. Yeah. So there's never a voice. There's never, I'm not out saying a lot on yeah, the yeah, yeah. But then when they hear the podcast, they're like, wow, you've got a lot to say, don't you? And I'm just like, yeah. did you think I was just mute because I walk around with a camera in my hand a lot of time like what do you think do you think I've got nothing to say just because I'm dying the camera I was just like exactly. okay they don't know about Simba yeah they don't I, know about King Simba shut up sometimes actually but nah it's all good man it's this a nice flow bro like episode but 8 yeah and we, uh, we, got, we still got so obviously after this recording this episode we're gonna go into the 5 for 5 for this week um, have you thought about who you wanna I did think but then I thought if I tell you now it would be too late <laughs> So by the time I was going to send it to you in a message, I was like, ah, it's a bit too late for this one to collate. Like, oh, is it quite uh, a big one? It's it's a good one, but it's it's not a kind of off the top of the dome one. Right. It's kind okay. of like, you got we to need to research. make sure we don't overlap on that one. Right. Okay, you know cool. I mean? All right. Well, okay. That's episode eight. Tune in to episode three of the five for five coming on Tuesday. What's going on people? You're now listening to the Reasoning and Seasoning podcast with myself, Ellen Tone. And me, King Sims. Make sure you check out new episodes every Friday on Spotify and weekly on YouTube. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reasoning and Seasoning Podcast.